Florida to compete with South Florida, it, you have got to put five kids in the finals. You've got to if you want a state championship today. And we've got to rise to the occasion. We have to go after Jensen. We have to go after Somerset. You know, we have to go after Mater Lakes, uh, Zephyr Hills Christian. We have to travel. We have to go down there, and we have to battle those guys in and out. back to the North Florida Wrestling Show, everybody. We have a fantastic show for you today. We have someone that uh, has been a big staple in the North Florida community for quite a while um, and in my life. Uh, stood across him a couple of times or he coached against me a couple of times, but very excited to talk to him. We'll go ahead and get into it. Mr. John Wainwright of Swanee High School. How are you doing, Mr. John? Doing great, Jordan. I appreciate you having me on here. Let's go and tell everybody like your intro into the North Florida wrestling community. We started in Swanee, um, coming back out of college. You know, I wrestled all four years for Swanee High School. Uh, I was there when David Laxton first got there. So I was a middle school kid back in those days. And so we, me and Rod Howard were pretty much the guinea pigs for the high school guys. And uh, kind of made us a little bit tougher. We wrestled through there. Me and Rod both went off to UNC Pembroke. Came back around 1991. Started coaching with David, um, his assistant coach back then. Um, all the way up until the summer of 94 is when I left. And um, that team that me and David built uh, was a special team. I mean, it's, I've, I've said it many times. It was probably one of the, if not the best Swanee team ever. Um, and that even includes my sophomore year. I thought the 85, 80, 85 team was, was very good. Um, but we had Billy Saylor, Luke Register, Lee Corbin, three state champs right there in one year. Uh, Greg Jones, uh, the Harris kid up there who was just a beast, um, just had the whole lineup from the top to bottom was just loaded. And they won that state championship in 95. And that's when I was telling you how Rod, Rod stole my state championship ring. Yeah, can you, can you, can you allude more to that? Well, I, you know, I've been coaching with David and I had to leave. My wife got into nursing school, so we moved to Tallahassee. And um, so Rod steps into the assistant coaching position that next year. And sure enough, state championship team. And uh, the next two years, I think they were runner-ups um at, at state so that that team was just solid i mean a solid team i, I mean we were talking earlier about kids in north florida you know the ones that are committed the ones that are committed when you got a committed kid is somebody like billy sailor you know he just I couldn't leave you know billy would have me there 45 minutes to an hour for practice his eighth grade his ninth grade year just working on the mat, working on, you know, technique and just, just pure toughness. And Billy came in tough to start with. Um, he was just a phenomenal kid of just a, a great kid. I mean, he, he wasn't that rah-rah leader that you have in the room. He was that kid that just outworked everybody in the room. And he never had the same thing. He's, he's going to outwork you. And, uh, no, he's going to outwork you for that two hours, and then he's going to make an assistant coach stay with him and work another. So that's the kind of kids, you know, I was telling you earlier, that's that's what we look for. You know, we look for that kid that's got some drive. But, uh, but you know, I left there, uh, came to Tallahassee, 
kind of got out of coaching. I went and helped out God be a little bit. They would have a kid here or there, and uh, I would go help God be or Leon or one of them, or you know, with one or two kids. It was just I wasn't coaching. I would just go over there and help out a kid. And then around oh Lord, had to be oh four oh five. Shannon Smith here in Crawfordville come to my house and talk me into coaching with him at middle school. So I went over there and I started helping Shannon and we're having a good time. Middle school kids, they're just feet beater. You know, they, they're running practice, not like high school kids. You know, these middle school kids just love it. And they're, they're all piling in on there. So we were loving it. And an issue happened at high school. And all of a sudden, I'm back in the head coach. You know, I'm taking over Wakulla. And that was probably around your sophomore, junior year. Yeah, I think so. That's when I remember yeah. you being around there. Yeah, because I remember taking the kids over there to Swanee the first year of Wakulla, and they were scared to death of Swanee. Swanee was just, you guys were loaded. You know, I mean, you had, I think, Lee and you and Barney, and uh, I think the team was just. We had Travis as a freshman, Merritt. We yeah. had a little, it was a good Merritt, team. You had the Burst brothers, and uh, I think Preston Hart. Maybe he was maybe the year Preston. before. He was the year yeah, before I had graduated. transferred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he had just graduated. So I took him over there, and you guys just waxed us, and uh, I mean, put a put a butt whooping on us. And I brought the kids back, and I told them, I said, "Guys, you don't believe this, but we're going to be with them in three years." I go, "Just stick with me. Don't quit, and we're going to be right there where they are because we're going to do the same thing they're doing." And if we do the same thing they're doing, we're going to be right where they're at. And, uh, you know, within three years, Wakulla was right there. I mean, they were solid. We, you know, Scotty Varner ended up being a two-time state champ. Yeah, I saw uh, Trey, that. Yeah. Trey McCullough was, you know, Trey, Trey never had his potential. You know, Trey ended up state runner-up as a freshman. Now, no, I know. He, and he ended up state runner-up wrestling Scotty Sentez. Yeah. If my memory serves correct, Trey is the only kid that year that went six minutes with Scotty Sentez. We yeah. lost it. We we lost up at Camden to Scotty, and I think the score was eight to four. And then we had him in the state finals, of course, and we go into the second period zero zero. We've got we go out of bounds. There is fifteen seconds left on the clock. Trey is down, and we worked on it all week. Told Trey, I said, Trey, he's got the best spiral. And when he hits it, he hits it harder than any kid I ever seen. I said, You have to keep your head up. Trey dropped his head. Scotty runs him over and pins him in like three seconds. But, you know, I coached there until really about 2011 and 12 with Wakulla. And then um, thought I was finished. Thought I was done when I left Wakulla. Um, and my son, who never, ever in his life wanted to wrestle, decided, hey, coach, dad, sophomore in high school, I think I want to wrestle. And he's at this little private school. So uh, I ended up starting a team at North Florida Christian from 14 through 18. He graduated in 17. But I uh, only had two kids, him and David Lund. And uh, their senior year, David took um, – fourth in state at 195 and Jonathan was one match away from placing at 220. So uh, they did real well for three years. 
you know, that was, that was, that was some fun years. It was actually fun coaching my son and um, not many dads can say that because that, that's a, that is a rough thing to do when you're sitting there watching your son go, Oh, and 44 his first year. And you're just like, what in the world are we doing here? You know, but, uh, but we got through it and, and it was exciting times. And then again, I said, Mal, I'm done. I'm finished. And uh, Swanee came calling and couldn't turn them down. They, they were, they were actually looking at dropping the program. That would have been horrible. And the kids were already, I mean, when I got there, I actually had kids transferring. They had already, you know, they were getting ready to transfer to Lake City. So that was the closest, you know, wrestling team. And, uh, you know, I got to Swanee and I think it was 19. And, shoot, we had, what, 12 kids. You know, we were forfeiting five weight classes that first year. Uh, I mean, it was the worst I'd ever seen Swanee, ever. I mean, they had just went through about six coaches. The program was really down bad. And uh, I told them, I said, guys, you look at the wall. All I, at least there, I could, I could point up to the wall and go, look at this. It's here. We just got to get it going. So uh, we've, uh, the last two years, we've placed five kids at state. And um, this year, you know, I could easily see five to seven. Um, but, you know, for North Florida to compete with South Florida, it, you have got to put five kids in the finals. You've got to if you want a state championship today. And, um, you know, our kids have just, I told them, no excuses. We've got to rise to the occasion. We have to go after Jensen. We have to go after Somerset. You know, we have to go after Mater Lakes, uh, Zephyr Hills Christian. We have to travel. We have to go down there, and we have to battle those guys in and out. And I've tried to do that. And luckily, you know, uh, Frank Allen's the AD there at Swanee. Great guy. Supports the wrestling team 100%. Um, and he gets us wherever we need to go. He, he's, you know, that's, that's one thing I can say that they've really jumped behind the program. And this last year, finally, we hired Joey Phillips from Fort Myers. And Joey's on staff now. So um, I'm really looking forward to coaching with Joey this year. Uh, they're finally going to have two of us in the room. And that's huge when you're coaching. You need more than one coach in the room. Um, so it's going to be an exciting year. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the kids. Well, so uh, we were talking talking a little bit before. What what does it take to bring a state championship home to North Florida? I know you said seven in the finals, or you said five in the finals. But um, you know, how does a program get there? You know, as a new coach going into a new program, that's uh, information that would be super helpful. But you know, super. how does one? Yeah, yeah. How well, does can, how does one do that? <laughs> well, I can tell you, I've had to change. You know, I, I figured it out at Wakulla around my second year, and so I really changed up the way we went to tournaments and what tournaments we went to. Um, and I had, you know, some coaches don't agree with this, but in North Florida, we just we don't have enough kids that are committed to Greco freestyle and summer wrestling. Most of them, they, they work. They're working their summers. So it's hard to get them away. So I decided, you know what? I've got to get these kids 70, somewhere between 70 and 80 matches during the season. So I've got to have a team. 
and we've got to go to duels and we've got to go to good duels, but we need 10 duels a weekend. And we're going to build it like that. If I can get a kid, a freshman, 70 matches, and I don't care if he goes 20 and 40, you know, uh, but if I can get those matches into him, um, it seems to turn the team around at, at such a much faster pace. Now, as far as a coach, it sucks because you are taking a butt whipping that first year as a coach. I mean, you, you may end up 20 and 40 in duels. And as you know, anybody from Swanee, that is not acceptable at all. It just, it's not acceptable. So that first year was, was, was rough. I think we ended up 33 and 21 and, um, it, it was, it, it was a long, rough year. But it paid off with those freshmen. Uh, Brody Boehm, who just graduated this last year, also 60, 65 matches that year. And, you know, the kids that were destroying them at the beginning of the year um, were beaten down the road. I remember Brody. I, I stayed on Brody hard. He was my little 106-pounder. You know, I knew we were going to have to beat the Wakulla kid to get to uh, state that year. And um, he had beat us pretty good starting out. And I told him, I said, just don't worry about it. We're, we're, it's going to catch on. We're going to get this thing going. And around the clay tournament is when Brady started turning. You know, he had those 45 matches already, 50 matches, and started seeing that little turn in him. And uh, I remember he wrestled Vudman. I think it was Vudman over there at Barkham. And we took the kid into overtime. And I'm like, yep, now we're ready, buddy. Now we're, now we're we're ready for that district. We're ready for that. He ended up losing districts like three to two, but it came down to that blood round match at Regions, and we beat the Wakulla kid like three to two or four to three. And Brady qualified that freshman freshman year for state. But you know, um, before I would have told you IBT. You, these kids have to get into IBTs. And now I'm looking at IBTs and, okay, if we're going to go to an IBT, we got to make sure it's solid. And, you know, I, I want Lake Gibson, South Dade, Palmetto Ridge, you know, Somerset. I, I, I want to go to those tournaments. So we're competing with that, that type of kid. And uh, regardless of the outcome to start with, uh, last year we wrestled Jensen that first time at state. Uh, in the dual states, and they they put it on us, and they put it on us pretty bad. Um, yeah, I think it was forty nine to nineteen or something. And um, you, know, I got onto them the whole week. The whole week we talked about Jensen Beach, and uh, the next week we almost got them. We ended up, I think, the match was thirty four twenty eight when it finished. Yeah, we took them down to Charlotte, to the Charlotte duels, and those are very good duels, tough duels. And uh, we were right there with Jensen. We almost had them. But it's just getting the mindset in the kids and letting them know that, listen, I don't care where you're from. Um, we're going to go down there, and we're going to try to get with the best. And the best, they, they may beat us. But uh, we're going to come back next week, and we're going to bang heads with them again. Well, it helps to like to at least see them from the first yes. time you guys saw them to the second time you saw them. I think that's a trap that a lot of North Florida kids will fall into historically mm -hmm. is you have these kids who are very good, who are state placing, you know, caliber right. go down there. And I think they get a little shocked or overwhelmed 
at yes. how ready these kids are for them or how unafraid these kids are for them. And I found myself on, in that uh, my freshman year. I let the, the moment overwhelm me. Whereas if you've already seen that earlier on, you're like, okay, it's not as bad. It's that first time that's always the worst. Yeah, first time's rough. And these kids, you know, from Orlando down, they're in national tournaments all year. They're, they're summer. They're in Tennessee. They're in Iowa. They're wherever the national tournaments are. They're they're headed up there, and they're in those. Well, I mean, and all matches. the all the national tournaments and qualifiers are down there anyway. So it's not a, it's like yes. a two hour drive for someone down there, you know. Big, and that's the big problem we have. You know, I've, I've been running the Billy Sailor since I got back there, and getting a South Florida team up to North Florida, you're not. It's just it's almost impossible um, to get them to travel up there, and I don't blame them. Uh, they've got that type of, like you said, within two hours, they've got all the competition they need. So basically we have to go to them and, uh, and that's, that's expensive. Well, what about bringing in, I mean, we're pretty essentially, why not? I mean, can't we bring in some bigger competition from like Georgia, Alabama, you know, there to entice some of these South Florida guys to come in? Cause I know some of these tournaments are getting a little bit stronger, you know, border wars right. is starting to get more people. Um, Billy Saylor. Yeah. Well, I think Travis is in a great position over there um, with South Walton because he's he's right there geographically. I mean, you got Alabama, Georgia, and those are right there with him. Um, it's still him trying to get Florida teams up there. You know, he'll we've went over there a couple of times, but as far as us, you know, it's us and Wakulla. Um, I think maybe Fleming went over there one year, but. Pulling them up, and I'm with you. It's it's just a matter of getting some better teams in there, and uh, and hopefully they'll start coming. Well, number one, if we don't have the kids for them to compete with, there's no sense in them coming. Up. Yeah. So we, we if if they don't have a reason, if they don't have an Eli Jolliker, a Topher Pearson, an Austin McKinney, um, they don't have somebody like that, uh, Justin Contreras. They don't have those kids to come see. They're not going to come see them. So we've got to produce kids like that. I think we're around that corner, though, because, I mean, I see a lot of these kids that are individually really good. I think a big problem, too, is that, at least over here in the West, is there's a lot of smaller schools. So the the numbers aren't there. (laughs) The kids are good. Like, I would say per capita are just as good. It's just in, like, Miami, there's so many people. Tampa, there's so many people. We don't have the transfer portal that South Florida has. And I've dealt with that since I've been coaching in North Florida. You know, I even at Wakulla, I thought I had a state championship team that 2010, and, and we did. We, we just had one kid come down with cancer, you know, another kid get in trouble, get put in jail. You know, and those were state place kids. I mean, those were kids that were going to be in the finals. And um, we still ended up only losing by 15 points. I mean, that was a tight year. But, you know, the problem is you're sitting here watching and, you know, how many kids did Swanee have move in last year? And then you'll have these, these teams, they'll just reload down in South Florida. You'll have two or three kids just move straight in that are placers in 2A or 3A. And now all of a sudden they're at Cardinal Gibbons or they're at Jensen and, and nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, parents move, people move. There's, there's things that happen, but we don't have that in North Florida. We, we don't. So that, I mean, when you have two or three state placers moving into your team, that changes your whole dynamics. 
I mean, yeah. it just, it just, it just doesn't. I mean, you guys were very fortunate because you had Levi and Caleb Wainwright move in from Alaska. I mean, you know? I moved, I moved in from Bay, from Panama City. Yeah, so like, so you think about this: you, Levi, and Caleb not go to Swanee. What happens in those years? That's very true. But I mean, it's a why did I whole different ball game? But why did I want to go over to Swanee in the first place? It was a powerhouse program. I would love yeah. to see it because I'd love to see see a state championship come to like you know the the Tallahassee area to the northwest Florida area. Uh, Bob Hunt got closed back in back in the eighties, man. Yeah, maybe yeah. if if he if he'd have got that if he had got that extra half a point, maybe half a point, you know, half a point, maybe the Brandon I'm Empire never starts. I'm with you. All he needed was a half. What's it like coming coming into a program like Swanee? You know, we're talking about being a a powerhouse like what's it like growing up into it and knowing how how strong it can be and then coming into it and having to rebuild it you know growing up in swanee and and going through the program and then coming back coaching with david and building those great teams and then you know me over here watching david continue i mean just team after team he's just got kids kids going out there battling hard um it set it up for when I, I went back. Because when I went back, it was bare bone. But you, 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 it, the tradition's there. And you, you know exactly what you have. Um, you just got to rebuild it. And we've rebuilt it. I mean, the program is solid today. I think the kids have a really good shot this year to, to do something special. They're going to have to do it. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's just, just getting out there working hard. But... It was exciting, and on the other side, you know, it was. You, you, sometimes you think you're going back to your hometown, and there should be a a parade and all this stuff bringing you in. Well, there's no parade. <laughs> it's uh, it's just it's hitting the ground. It's just hard, and uh, you know, it's you coming in there and you're telling them things they don't want to hear, and uh, so that. You know, that was the hard part for me. I, I expected it to be a little bit easier. Um, I expected to have Wainwrights on the team. And I've got the, the two twins over there that are state champions in weightlifting, but I've never been able to get them out on the mat. And, um, you know, having those two kids on the mat would have been phenomenal. Um, they just, it's just not in there. It's just somehow I'm a Wainwright coach in Swanee, and I don't have a Wainwright kid wrestling. It's it's that's a travesty. I tell you right now, it 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 is a travesty. I'm telling you, but (laughs) um, you know, Rod Howard really um, Rod's the main reason I went back over there. Um, He talked me into it. You know, me and Rod's been buddies since middle school. We've been click and clack pretty much all the way through middle school, high school, and then college. Um, we talked pretty much every day, so it was a great experience because Rod was able to come in and help. Um, he's still working full time, but he was able to come in when he could and he helped out tremendously. So that was, you know, that was really a good part of being able to sit in a chair with Rod, you know, one of my, my best friends and, and having that experience. Yeah. Going back, you thank you. Everything's going to line up, and all of a sudden, you find out, wait a minute, we're starting from the ground. This thing has bottomed up. We have no booster club. We're in debt. We have nothing. I mean, we're starting from step A. How is this? And then 
you just like, okay, well, it is what it is. Let's just start. You were talking about the importance of clubs and how like that was a big yeah. start to building that 90s team. Swanee has a middle school, and they've, they've had a middle school program for probably 15 years or, or longer. They were looking at dropping it last year and held on to it. But I think we're getting a teacher to step up, and then we've got a uh, uh, an alumni, um, Aaron Fountain. I think Aaron's going to be able to step in there and, and try to help coach. So if we can get that, then, you know, that's going to be awesome. But honestly, if, if North Florida wants to fix the gap between North Florida and South Florida, they're going to have to commit to uh, the club program, and they're going to have to commit hard. Um, we have got on the right foot for the last two years. Um, like I told you, I've got Adam Brett. Um, we try to get Andy back anytime we can get Andy. too He's too busy running two I, programs, I, that psychopath, which we are going to have that psychopath yes. on next week. Be sure to stick Good. around, North Florida wrestling fans. But, yeah, I'm like, are you crazy? Like, do you just hate yourself? Yes. He goes, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But he is a phenomenal yeah. dude. He is a phenomenal coach. Let me tell you what. Uh, Andy is 100% wrestling. Uh, he is just so committed. I, I love when he comes to the room. He's just so focused, and he's always focused. And he is in there, and he's got those kids going, and time just flies by. Yeah, but he was doing. I, he was know, doing some. He was doing some work at Tampa Prep before he decided to oh, pop back off of the college. I tell you what, if 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 I could win the lottery, okay, Andy would be Swanee High's head coach. Him and Joey would be just killing people because I would pay his salary. I would get him back. But uh, but no, he's doing great things up Lincoln Memorial is uh where he's at right now so um now he's he's phenomenal i wish we could get him back but he comes back as much as he can the club is where you got to get the the serious guys Club's i think it. you're right and, right it is and you've got to start with them young and you got to make it fun i mean the coaches in there you've got to make it fun and but you've got to go hit those big tournaments um small tournaments are great just for you you know, beginners and you start out around here you're still going to wrestle local because you need to support local. We need to go to Tallahassee. We need to go to Wakulla. We need to go to Panama City. You know, we need to support all that and have all those kids there. But your your solid kids need to go to Tennessee Nationals. They need to be up there, you know, at UTC Chattanooga. They need to be battling all around over in Camden. I mean, if you can ever take them to Camden, take them to Camden anytime. Camden, Jess has done a great job in Camden. And uh, they're just phenomenal. Their their youth program is phenomenal over there. Speaking of youth development, are you uh, you taking any kids to the war zone over in um, Thomas County Central, Georgia? When is this one? This one, I think that's that this. this I think it's this weekend. Yeah, is that this weekend? I'll have to yep. get a hold of Joey and see what he's doing. Yeah, those um, are good. And those see are if good. he's gonna run some over there. Those are good tournaments. You don't got to wait there, wait around all day. And I right. remember these tournaments where you're there from the second you weigh in to like all day. Maybe it's because I was a ref son, so I never really noticed it. I just accepted that them's the breaks for me. Right. Us coaches knew that. That was one of the biggest things we've we seen in the 80s, the 90s. And even us, we're like, I'm here 12 hours. You know, this kid got one match. This kid got three. This kid got nine, you know, and that's not the way to, the war zone. I'm with you. I love the war zone. The way they've got it set up, you know, kids weigh in at certain times and they wrestle, they get four or five matches and it works out perfect and the parents love it. 
So I'm with you. I think the war zone, that type of uh, tournament is exactly what we needed to go to. All right, thanks to Coach John Wainwright of the Swanee High Bulldogs for coming on here and talking a little bit about how to build a powerhouse program. You can bet you'll be hearing from John again on the show as the Bulldogs battle to bring another state championship back to Swanee. But speaking of powerhouse Bulldogs, we have two-time state champion out of Swanee High and Lincoln Memorial University's director of wrestling, Andy Bricker. He is certainly one of the best around, so you definitely don't want to miss that episode. But thank you again, North Florida Wrestling fans, for listening. I am so excited as this season grows closer. So as always, stay safe, wrestle hard.